welcome back to the Whiskey and Tequila Podcast. This is your host, Cass. And this is your co-host, Trey Dorenz. And we're back. Back with another episode after another extended break. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's hard. It gets hard out here. Life gets in the way more than you think. Yeah. But we're going to be dropping about three episodes this week. So yeah. be on the lookout for the next, this whole Couple, week. Yeah, this yeah. whole week. We'll get so maybe every other want. day, probably. Yeah. As much as you want. Um, all right. So today we're going to be reviewing the Spider-Man into the... Cross. Across the universe. Sorry. Across the Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. Yes. The um the sequel yeah it's a uh let's start off with it's a two-part movie so don't go in there thinking it's a one-part movie is that a spoiler no because you said it says part one it doesn't, it actually doesn't say it on the poster but like it was like reported that it's part it, so one. yes it is a part one of two so yeah they, they, they take the they take the fast x approach which <laughs> that might be a spoiler and one. mission impossible approach hey what's up with movies doing part one and two these days more money Ah, money like the bottom line. Bottom but, line. Okay. All right. So let's start off with your little facts. background. Little background. Uh, this was directed by it says three directors, which is kind of interesting. But Joaquin Dos Santos, Kent Powers, and Justin Thompson, with a stellar cast including Shamik Moore, who's brought back from the previous movies. He voices Miles Morales. He was also in Dope, as I did not realize. I did not realize. Haley Steinfeld, Brian Tyree Henry, my boy. Shout out to him. We have a few newcomers in Issa Rae, Daniel Kulea. Um, and Oscar Isaac playing Spider-Man 2099. And it says Mahershala Ali, but I didn't know who he was. Wasn't he Prowler? I thought, I thought that was Brian Terry Henry. Was no, Prowler. Brian Terry Henry He's is the dad. dad. Yeah, I guess, I guess he, he was the Prowler then. Let me double check. Yeah, yeah, he's the, he's the Aaron Davis. No, okay, yeah, so yeah. Cool. So yeah, stellar cast, stellar directing. Um, a lot of, brought back a lot of the same people from the last one that made the last one work. Um, and right. it is um, to Phenomenal. great Yeah, it's been a while, but it's great success and... Let's go ahead and kick started with things that we, of course, liked. Um, if you have your bingo cards ready, um, you see a space that says cinematography, go ahead and get your uh, thing with the marker for that one. So, so uh, I'm not going to say cinematography because it's not in real life. I need, I need a, a so, record scratch button on this thing. I'm going to say the way that they did the animation. That's basically it's cinematography. Not, that, is, same. that is cinematography's close cousin. Okay, close cousin, but still not the same. Okay. Anyways, so the animation is amazing. Um, every time they go into a different world, you can see the difference. And yeah, that is super cool. Like, you know, kind of like Spider-Man. Though, no, not Spider-Man. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. You know how they go through different worlds and yeah. it looks different. Earth they, they did it really well. Being it being that it's animated, um, the other thing I did like was, of course, the acting, voice acting, um, even the 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 writing. The writing was superb; like it made sense. the The emotional tugs at the heart were there from the beginning. Um, so the writing is great, and then I think it also does a great um, depiction of, hey, in the last movie I was younger, now I'm older. Things are changing, family dynamics are changing, um, and it shows the inner struggle of a New York kid. You know, that's fair. Um, so I, I also do agree the animation style, since we're not going to call it cinematography, was really cool. I like I like the way they they didn't they did a little bit in the previous movies with how every world that the Spider Man came from, like Spider Man Wars, all black and white. You know the. Um, Spider pork pig, whatever it is his more animated like a regular cartoon. Um, they kept that going in this one, 
We got to we actually got to see a lot of Spider Gwen's world, and her world is a little bit more um, watercolor, watercolored, which is like a cool choice. Um, you got to see some other worlds that we'll get into later, we'll get into later during the spoiler session. But I like I like that about the movie. And I, I'm a weird person. I, I love trying to catch all the Easter eggs. So yeah. noticing the different wor- variations within each world is fun as hell for me. Like in one of the worlds, I believe I'm like 99 percent sure. Instead of a, it's saying Tupac. It was like it was supposed to be Tupac, but it was three Pac. Like he had a shirt. This is three Pac. That's all. That was, that was to me. That was a cool little yeah. Easter egg that the the, um, the animators chose to do. Um, in terms of like plot and storyline, it was. I feel like the first one was about accepting your your place in this new world that you're just you know you've just been thrown into. Mm-hmm. Um, in this one, he's accepted who he is. He knows who he is, but now he's trying to now he's trying to do his traditional Spider Man story story arc of. Balancing his mm-hmm. responsibilities of being Spider Man with being a son, a friend, uh, you know, dealing with that, and also something that other Spider Spider movies don't talk about as much because they always have like a love interest is some of the the loneliness of being Spider Man in this world because yeah, at least in in the Spider Verse, there's no other superheroes you can talk to. There's no Iron Man who can, who can wax poetic about the, the struggles of being a superhero. He doesn't have another spider Gwen or other spider people. And so he's the only super in his world, apparently. So he has to deal with all those struggles. And and it it touches on the loneliness that appears that all of the spider people go through, if not all, majority of them, because not all of them have, you know, a lot of the Peter Parker do have their Mary Janes, but like spider Gwen doesn't have a love interest in her universe, right? Her her Peter dies. They say that in the first one. So like, I liked how the movie touched on that, and that's kind of like the over one of the overarching messages of the movie. And so I thought that was a really good job, and a re- they did a, they did a really job, really good job of handling that. Um, that maybe some other movies have not touched on as much. Yeah, I think they also did a good job with you know, again the cultural differences and how a parent worries for their child. Yeah, that was great in a very different manner. Yeah. Um, the under the underlining things that the mom is saying is not because he's Spider Man because she doesn't know. Yeah, it's more so. Hey, be careful out there! Like yeah, you no. are a half black, half Puerto Rican man in this country. Yeah, so just be careful, and and you know the world is not going to be fair to you. And and but he's taking it as Spider Man. Like okay, I'm a Spider Man, and this also applies to me because no one's going to understand him. People think he's weird or he's a villain or whatever. So um, I like that how it was a little bit of that. Yeah, that was that was a great choice. Um, there are different moments where I, I looked over at you and saw you were getting kind of teary eyed, and you get teary. Uh, Anything that's Hispanic culture, you get teary. So I, I don't, get it. Representation matters. Yes, you do. Yes, <laughs> you get, was damn near crying in Black just, Panther: Wakanda Forever. I was. I was pretty much crying in that movie, but yeah. this movie was different. This one was just more so heartfelt. Like the things that the mom was saying was very heartfelt. Yeah, I, I definitely appreciate it. And obviously, if anyone does not know this, because uh, I'm Hispanic, I'm Mexican, and I'm black, so. Uh, there are some moments where, like, you see the two cultures blend together, obviously, because they're not Puerto Rican, but, like, there's some, like, when they're speaking some Spanish, I'm like, huh, I've heard those words before. <laughs> and so it's just like, it, it, it was it was a cool, uh, a cool moment. Um, the voice acting, I want to get, get back to that. I really enjoyed um, Oscar Isaac's portrayal of Spider, Spider-Man 299. I didn't yeah. really, he was obviously the main, he was one of, he's the newest Addition to the Spider Universe, he got the most attention. He was really good. Yeah. Issa Rae was in it. Issa Rae was cool. I didn't. She didn't have a, lot, a lot of lines, lines. but she yeah. was okay. You know, she's good. Yeah, Dan um, Kalea was was at first. I didn't like it. Dan Dan Kalea plays Spider Punk. He's a British version of Spider Man, mm-hmm. and 
I, I, as we were walking to the theater, I remember telling you, I can't really understand what he was saying. And you're like, that's the point. He's British. They have a different accent. I was like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. So, um, that was cool to me. Yeah, shout out to Daniel Kalea. Yeah, hey. Great. Daniel Kalea, Brian Tyree, keep getting them checks. <laughs> keep getting them checks. When, black, when Hollywood has a black actor they like, they're going to use them as much as they can. So, uh, hey, yeah. man, it's your time. It's y'all's time. Keep getting them checks. <laughs> and shout out to Isaac because it's the same thing. Get your checks, man. Yeah, um, I didn't realize how, how, how much, how many movies Oscar Isaac has been in the last like, and Pedro five Pascal. Years. Yeah, yeah, a I'm lot. Working. I'm working, working. <laughs> um, all right, so let's start with what you did not like. Okay, so as much as I liked, um, so I, I know I mentioned like just the previous segment how much I liked Oscar Isaac's like voice acting, his yeah. character. I didn't like him being one of, I guess, a bad antagonist. guy. That he was an antagonist. He, he yeah. was not like necessarily a bad guy. He was an antagonist. Yeah, I didn't like their. It, some of it we'll get into spoilers, but like he was a bad guy, kind of. Um, that kind of bugged me. That I feel like mm, they didn't even have to do that. Like. There's a plot they're trying to get to, but I'm not really sure if that's really how it's going to go for the for the sequel. So I didn't love that about him. It is also really hard to find something I didn't like because I really liked a lot about this movie. Yeah. You can't tell. So um, yeah, Oscar Isaac being the antagonist, I feel like if they they could have leaned more into the actual bad guy of the movie, that'd have been cool. Yeah, um, I think that what I did not like also was the Oscar Isaac being the antagonist because the way that they're portraying it, like they give you like a couple like lines of why like it's like a quick snippet of why he doesn't think that the things that they're trying to do is right and um i didn't like that um but i did like the that he was the antagonist i did like that i just think i didn't like the you fact like his reasoning for being an antagonist yes the Got reasoning you. kind of like it come it boils down to one or or save one or save the, the universe yeah and so i'm like okay well spider verse you need to figure out other ways. Why have you not thought that? And and I guess, you know, they'll probably get that into that in the second movie. But in the first movie, yeah, he gets a he doesn't get a large part, but he is technically the antagonist. It's a lot of world building until he becomes the antagonist at the end and then it rushes through to the end. And that's where I did not like I felt like it was rushed towards the ending, but the movie felt long at points because there was a lot of world building. Oh, you're gonna see this, you're gonna see that, this is what you're gonna and then I did not like, and nothing against it, but I did not like that the first quarter of the movie felt like a... Um, Spider-Gwen movie. Spider-Gwen movie. Yeah. And it's okay. It was good. I'm not going to say it was bad, but I'm like, is this his movie? So why is she getting a large-ish portion? So after leaving, I, you know, I'll do my Wikipedia's yeah. and my research and watch videos and stuff like that. Um, apparently, they're actually trying to make a spinoff movie oh, or franchise, okay. Serrano on the Spider-Women. So Spider-Gwen's... Oh, okay. um, the uh, race character, so yeah. I, that, okay. that makes a little more sense. Now that makes more sense why they gave her. I mean, it's such good. a large chunk of the screen time and, and lines. And yeah, like it that. was good because you get to see her struggle, and it's yes, great. It's true. But I feel like it could have been its own movie versus it's in this movie, and, and then now making its own movie, <laughs> and then now you have his portion, and it takes a, you takes you longer to get what you need to get to because it's now adding to the yeah, runtime. Well, you're, you're not introduced to, to Miles until like well, like. 10, 15 minutes into the movie, yeah, give or take? Maybe a little bit longer, yeah. yeah so that was, a, that was an interesting, interesting choice, but like I said, they're trying to set up you know, their well, own franchise. So but I it's fine. It. It, it wasn't bad. It's just, yeah. if I had a nitpick, that's what I would nitpick. Yeah, like, it, this is a really good movie, so it's hard. We're, we're nitpicking at straws here, yeah. honestly. Um, one thing I will, I wanted to talk about, it's, so the, being that this is a, in the whole spot, the Miles Morales movies, they're a Spider-Verse, and they're, they're a part of this recent... 
time in cinema where the multiverse is becoming very popular. You got the Doctor Strange movie, you got Spider Man's own movie in the MCU, um, everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. Um, a lot of multiverse movies, so a lot of them do follow similar plot beats. Mm-hmm. I will say um, because there's just only some of these you can do within multiverse type movies. I did like this movie's, like Spider Man's this movie's version of the multiverse. I liked it. I think it was I think it was explained better and yeah. done better than. Some of the other MCU properties that have dealt with multiverse, like Loki, Doctor Strange, uh, Spider Man, Far From Unknown Home, whatever the third one's called. Um, I think they did a really good job of explaining that. Um, and I, I was actually surprised because I know Sony and Spider Man have, uh, Sony and Marvel have a tenuous relationship at times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did like that they were able to call out some of the things that clearly have happened in the MCUs and the MCU, like um, Spider Man 2099 legitimately says Doctor Strange and his nerdy friend caused all these other issues. It's like, oh, okay, like he's they're legitimately saying what happened in yeah. Doctor Strange's movie. It's part of our universe, it's, it is part of the universe. So I think that was a pretty cool, like I said, little Easter egg. And of course, shout out to my boy, Donald Glover, Childish Gamino. He uh, finally got his. Live action appearance as the Prowler. Um, just a quick cameo. I but I my inner fandom went crazy. I love that scene. Mm-hmm. Probably my one of my favorite scenes. Um, all right. So do you want to do you, you want to do the rating before spoilers? Spoilers then ratings. Let's start with the rating. We're gonna switch up this episode yeah. just because we have a lot to say. Yeah. So I would say no alcohol required in this one. You don't really need to be drunk if you want to celebrate because it's a great movie. You have one, yeah. you know, to be happy about the greatness of this movie, but you don't have to. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. This was the one where I went in not thinking I was going to need alcohol, and I didn't have any alcohol prepared. We actually had a milkshake Shake, milk for shake. once. So, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe you had no alcohol, but maybe get you a milkshake. It makes the fun more enjoyable. Had a great time. Yeah. So, it's a great movie. All right. Well, let's get into the spoilers. Yeah, so we're at the 14-minute mark. You've already heard our ratings. If you've not yet seen the movie, give us, give us a pause. Go watch it. Come back. And we'll talk about some spoilers, some of our favorite Easter eggs, and all of that jazz. All right? All right. Let's get it. All right. So the plot starts off with um, Spider-Quinn, and she's battling the situation with her Peter Parker dying and her animosity with her dad because her dad's a cop. Yes. And so he thinks that his the spider woman killed, killed Peter, Parker. Peter Parker. And so she's he's like, I'm trying to find her. I'm trying to get her, not knowing that she lives in his house. <laughs> yeah. And she's trying to tell him, like, hey, maybe it was an accident. Maybe that's not you're not getting all the facts right. He ain't going for that. And he's not going for that. So go forward. Um a variant. A variant comes into his to Ultra. her world. So then um Spider Man twenty nine nine and Spider Woman come into her universe to try to stop him and you know in that case um the father finds out that she is during all this commotion the father's there and she has to unmask herself to stop the father from shooting at her yeah so she finds out that so she realizes she she can't stay home anymore because he's trying to arrest her so then she joins their group and what it's explained is that their group that jumps from universe to universe grabbing all these variants because like like the the TVA technically yeah kind of like the TVA from um, Loki Loki so they're going from universe to universe trying to take these brains out because something happened in Miles Morales' universe that caused this. And so she's thinking, oh, it's because, you know. Yeah, the reactor. The from reactor the one, right? from the first one. Right, so people, people are just getting thrown into random universes. Right. So strange, you know? um, after that, you know, that ends. That part, part, like that plot line ends. And now you're thrown into Miles' story. And Miles is trying to juggle being 
a superhero, a, a kid, a school, like going to school, his parents trying well, to go um, to college. Yeah, but also missing Spider Gwen because he he even says he wants to go. I think Columbia or some other school that has like has a really good quantum yeah program because he wants to study quantum stuff, stuff so he can hopefully try to find a way to get back to meeting. Win and it's, I know that was boy like, was smitten hard. Know, boy was sprung. That like, was he had some sprung. pictures everywhere. I'm like, sir, and it felt kind of weird because so obviously, as you see in the trailer, Spider Gwen makes her way into his universe. Um, because their her team is trying to pretty much capture a spot, so it's taking right. this is her on a recon mission. Pretty much, so of course, she leaves her post <laughs> and goes to talk to, to, to Miles. And um, it was a funny scene where she's like naming all these men. Or people she's like met all the different Spider Man yeah. she's met, and Miles like also oh, he's a friend right? That, like that's your homie right? Mm-hmm. Like, I used to you stay over there. You live you live you live close to his house. Like he was like oh yeah. As a man I'm like yeah I, I get that. <laughs> he was hating. That was a little bit of Marvin's room. But I respect it. I get it. We've all been there. <laughs> so um, the main villain of the story is oh, Spot. Yes. Spot is. A scientist who he's a real character, got, by the, way. Huh? the spots a real character. Yeah, no, he's a he's a character. But I'm saying he got hit with a radioactive thing, and now he has spots. The spots can make him transport from location to location, and, and across. Apparently, now he realizes across multiverses. Multiverses. Well, he gets to figure that out. Yeah, but Mal Morales is like, oh, you're just like a villain low, of the week. Villain of the week. You're just kind of like a low tier guy. I'm just gonna get you, and you'll be fine. Yeah. So he takes that to offense. And so he's like, how can I, I, I make- win too, by the way? <laughs> yeah. He's like, what do you mean? Like, I'm a real villain. So <laughs> respect me. <laughs> so, you know, the reactor happens. He goes to the reactor. He figures out that he can make his spots bigger, thus going into any universe he wants to get to. And um, that, yeah. So he's the main, he's that, the main villain. That, so that is, I guess you say side plot A of the movie. So there, yeah. so Smiles ends up following Gwen back to Spider-Man Multiverse headquarters to try to figure out, hey, how can I help catch the spot? Not realizing that when he gets there, they're not really worried about the spot. I think they, they want to stop him, but they're more like they're they're more treating it the way MCU Doctor Strange when, they, when he went to the other universe and, and ran into the, the Illuminati, mm-hmm. and they, the way they was like, oh, we are Wanda, we'll take care of Wanda. You're the issue. That's pretty much the same way they treated Miles. It's like, hey, you're actually the reason for all of this damage. It's really your fault. And come to find out, they say in the first one, I don't remember, but I guess they said it, the spider that bites Miles, he's not from that universe, which is why it was so strange that there was two Spider-Mans. I didn't, I didn't pick up on that on that in the first universe. First time I watched the movie, the first movie. But so they're saying since... You got bit by a spider from another universe. You're the reason for all this multiversal conundrum. Conundrums, because if that doesn't happen, your original Spider-Man doesn't probably probably doesn't die. He stops Kingpin. None of this ever starts. But you know, it is what it is. So all the, they realize all these other Spider-Man, Miles is the only one who they won't let join the team because he's such a anomaly, and that really hurts Miles honestly. And I, I feel like it was kind of. It's kind of hurtful. It was. It's kind of messed up. Like, damn, it ain't my fault. Did they? They? He? That doctor brought that dude to my universe. Like, I ain't control that. I'm just trying. To I was do just the here best chilling out, and yeah. it bit me. Like, what? I'm trying to do the best I can with what's been thrown at my feet now. So that kind of annoyed me. Like, like their motivation, and they did bring a good thing about like canon events, mm-hmm. which I thought was funny because canon is where we always say like comic books stuff. Like, oh, that's canon. Yeah. That's not canon. That was, like, that was a cool way of calling it that. But like, they pretty much said these are events that just have to happen. Or the, for the story to work. Yeah. 
and they're they're irreversible. And and I remember Doctor Strange's episode of What If right. talks about that same thing when he kept trying to save old girl from dying. Yeah, I like that the Spider Man movie touched on that, but I don't like is y'all already didn't realize. So pretty much they they want to keep him there because a candy event has to happen where the spot has to kill the captain in yeah. in, in the story because almost every captain dies. I didn't realize this. Captain Stacy always does die. I didn't realize that, but. So he's like, oh, bump that. I'm trying to, I'm going to save my dad. And they're trying to stop from leaving. Yeah. And the reason I say I didn't like Spider-Man 29's motivations because, yes, you're absolutely right. In most events, Spider-Man has to lose somebody for him to become Spider-Man for the story to make sense, so on and so forth. You already have the original Peter Parker lost, obviously, Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. New, new Spider-Man, Miles Morales, he loses his uncle, um, Aaron. Like, Obviously, he's already and you're acknowledged he's an anomaly. So technically, does he does he have to follow the same storyline the rest of y'all did? He should. Hey, he's not he's normal not like same, y'all. Yeah, he's not the same. So you should have just let him go try to save his dad and just pray that whatever happens, it works out because you don't know. He's not you. You've never seen anything like this for a Miles Morales, so you have no idea. Right. So that annoyed me with with Spider Man twenty nine like reasoning, and that that was just a little part that got under my skin. And I would say during the non spoiler segment. Yeah, it was kind of annoying. So then, Spider Man twenty ninety nine. He's his whole goal is to get Miles back to his universe and just chill there. Like you're not, you need to just let the events happen. Yeah, then then go back and it's, then yeah. yeah, let the events happen. Go back and then just continue life. Um, and so Miles is like, I'm not doing yeah, that. <laughs> you really thought so? He's like trying to go back home and. This whole commotion happens where all the Spider Men are chasing him. That was a fun, funny that scene. Great scene. Funny, funny scene. scene. It was great because you're like, oh shit, there's a bunch of them. So many funny inside. I, I don't want to say inside jokes. But there are a, little, a lot of inside jokes yeah. happening during that part. It was and hilarious. references and Easter eggs to yeah. a lot of things. So just keep an eye out for those scenes because it's great. And then, um, other than that, they, he gets he thinks he gets home. So yeah, so they so during that chase, there's a machine that sends people back to their correct universe when they have like the variants and stuff. Right. And so he gets in the machine and he's allowed to go home with the help of one of the other spider people. However, he doesn't realize it, and we don't realize it at first, that when he gets home, he's not in his, his original universe. universe. He's in the universe that the spider that bit him came from. Um, yeah. And so he gets he sees his, he sees his uncle Aaron, but his dad's dead. He's like, "What's going on?" And then he gets knocked out, which I'm like, "Hmm." And the Spider Man can get knocked out, and also wherever his spider sense. But okay, he gets knocked out by that universe's prowler, and but um but um but um, it is actually Miles Morales of that universe. He is the prowler in that universe, which I thought was kind of a really cool twist, great twist. And so he's trying to plead to him and like, you know, I'm, I'm trying, trying to save, to save our, our, dad. our dad. And he's like, like my dad, 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 that's your daddy. <laughs> that's your daddy. That's not my daddy. <laughs> that's your daddy. So we'll see how, the, and that's where the movie that's where ends. stops, yeah. So now you know part two will be a full thing. I'm, I'm assuming it's picking up right where it left off. It comes out in March of next year, so we don't have to wait that long, but, but I'm assuming it picks up right well, where it Oh, and it ends in the good spot. It I was does. like, Such dang it. I really can't wait to see the next one. I, I hope the next one does go into the because they they when you when you pop into the the universe you end up going to I think it's like Earth forty two you you notice after rewatching it now that that universe is a lot more crime ridden it looks kind of yeah. it looks like Gotham honestly it does look like Gotham <laughs> it looks like Gotham right? it's like and they they I watched a video on YouTube after it's talking about like that universe doesn't have a superhero. It doesn't have a Spider-Man because right. that's you know, that Spider-Man never happens because that, that Spider left that universe, and so it just became crime-ridden. So it's like, huh? 
that's a very interesting point. And I, I hope they get to stay in that role just a little bit longer. Because well, I would like to see what, what are some of the ramifications of that. Because we never really I mean, talk about what happens. They have happens. a couple of ramifications they can do. They can bring a spider from a different universe and have it bite somebody there. That's true. And get a Spider-Man in yeah. that universe to save the universe. Yeah. I, just, I, 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 hope that, I hope they stay in that universe just a little longer just to see what... I, I, I would like to see, explore that world just a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I hope they don't just like... Five minutes Freedom in there, and, and then go, they go back. Yeah, yeah like, to stop the spot. Like, I don't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm same thing. So. Yeah, but um, it's good. Um, other than that, I would say again, ours. You you heard a review. No alcohol required. Get a milkshake if you can. You know, shout, shout get chocolate. Get chocolate litty. <laughs> chocolate wasted, not chocolate litty. Oh, chocolate wasted. Whatever. Was chocolate. And ours was Mexican vanilla, right? Yeah, yeah ours was Mexican vanilla. Sorry, but um, yeah. All right, well, that was our episode. We'll be back with another one. Bye, guys. Bye.